It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are Locked On Astros, and we hope that you listen to the Locked On Astros podcast daily, your team, every day. I'm Brett Chansey, and you can find me on Twitter at H-Town Wheelhouse, and you can find the show on Twitter at Locked On Astros. The first segment, we're going to talk about Christian Javier. He shines once again on the mound. The pitching, hitting, and defense from the notes of the game on 227 Thursday night versus the Nationals, and... Mike Fires claims that he wants to face the Houston Astros this season. You can get locked on Astros on Himalaya as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Astros. If you've been a listener to this podcast, I'm sure you've heard all the great advertisers working with Locked On to reach sports fans. But you may not know that Locked On Astros is a great way for your local business to reach passionate Astros fans just like you. Unlike any other podcast, Locked On gives your local company the unique ability to reach local podcast listeners. Not just any podcast listener, a Locked On podcast listener. If your company wants to connect with Astros fans in a predominantly male audience that is well-educated with disposable income, then let's put your company right here on this Locked On podcast. Local fans love to support local businesses. Text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com forward slash advertising and let us know who you are. We'll get our team to help your team achieve locked on advertising success. Once again, text the word advertising to 33777 or visit lockedonpodcast.com forward slash advertising. We look forward to hearing from you. Okay, with it being spring training, we know that there are some things that you want to talk about on a daily basis. And the trick with spring training is not to get too high or too low about news that comes out. On a daily basis, there's some story that happens. Um, In the past, we had Corey Jolks, local product, hitting a grand slam uh, from Clearbrook High School, um, and other young stars doing great things. What I want to talk about is Christian Javier. He struck out four Nationals hitters on Thursday evening in a nightcap with the Washington Nationals at 15 Ballpark. And yes, it was another home game for the Nationals, so there were a showering of smattering of boos throughout the game. But on the four strikeouts that Christian Javier had, three of them were swings and misses. The every third strike that he threw to them was a high inside heater. His velocity is unreal. It's off the charts right now. His fourth strikeout was Michael Taylor. He just, I guess, jelly-legged him with the high fastball. And so he had three swing and miss strikeouts and one looking. So he definitely is making a strong case to come out as a fifth starter. And if not a fifth starter, definitely a surefire middle-inning bullpen guy that seems dependable. Um, So keep your eyes on this kid. 
Um, not only is he getting the strikeouts, but he's getting the rise, his velocity, he's throwing around 94 miles an hour, and it is absolutely awesome to watch this young kid. Um, so what I did was I took some notes of like pitchers, some of the offense, and um, a defensive play that I thought was key. And so we have here the pitchers that came out Thursday night. Um, Hughes had one inning pitched. He had a walk and one earned run. Cy Snead had twos all across the board, two innings pitched, two hits, gave up two runs, walked two batters, and had two strikeouts. Um, Cionel Perez, two innings pitched with two Ks. Colin McKee, one inning pitched, two hits, one K. Um, Santa Bria with one inning pitch and two Ks. And of the Astros, 11 strikeouts during the game Thursday evening, Javier got four of those 11 strikeouts in just two innings of work. So that is a phenomenal job by him. The offensive notes, Taylor Jones and Ross Adolph both hit doubles. Um, five different players from the Astros had an RBI. Um, the Astros were four for 10 with runners in scoring position. They ended the game in a five to five tie. They don't typically go into extra innings for spring training. There's no need. Um, players of note, that were in the lineup. Springer was 0 for 3 with two strikeouts and he had a walk. And then Yuli Guriel, I believe, was 2 for 2 today and he also had a walk. And so um, your stars are getting in there. Yuli went 2 for 2. I know uh, the day before, uh, Michael Brantley came in and was 2 for 2. And Miles Straws kind of on fire has kind of become their power guy. And so it's really neat to see that. Um, so there's, there's your notes. Um, of those pitchers, I'm not sure who all will make the cut on those, but definitely Christian Javier is making a strong case. And the last thing I want to talk about in this segment before we go to commercial break is uh, Mike Fires recently was interviewed by the San Francisco Chronicle, and he said he wants to play the Astros. He said he recognizes that they are the best team, that in order to go anywhere in the playoffs, you have to go through the Astros. Um, being that they're in the division, he wants to win the division. He wants to, um, he said, I would hope that when we played the Astros that I would pitch against them. I want to pitch every outing this year. And so Mike Fires is, I think, motivated, and he is definitely public enemy number one when it comes to the Houston fan base and for obvious reasons. Um, but I was wondering why he would say this. And in, in his comments, he was telling the reporter that he has a good idea of how he will pitch the Astros. Uh, Mike Fires, do you remember 2019? Do you remember the last two outings? Do you remember all the home runs and like three innings? I don't know if you know how to pitch the Astros. Anyways, with that being said, for our next segment, we're going to have a listener mailbag segment. I... Um, put out a notice on Twitter and Facebook and said, hey, if you have any questions. Um, so we had some listeners actually submit questions around 8.15 tonight. Um, Eric had the idea. Um, I'm sitting in solo tonight. Um, Eric is taking care of some things, and so he will definitely be back on the mic with us on Monday here at Locked on Astros. We'll also mention um, what Justin Verlander said after his simulated game and Forrest Whitley, what are some things about Forrest Whitley that are changing or that he's working on? 
So remember to get this show every day. Subscribe to Locked on Astros on the Himalaya, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. Listen in your car to and from work every day. You are Locked on Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This is H-Town Wheelhouse. Thank you for tuning in to Locked on Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. You can find me on Twitter at H-Town Wheelhouse and the show at Locked on Astros. So what we're going to do is I'm going to go over some questions that were submitted by the listeners and I'm going to try to do my best to answer them and give the fans what they want to hear. So our first question comes from Brandon Linder of Missouri City, Texas. Brandon writes, what are the Astros going to do with the two or three catchers on their roster? All right, well, the two or three catchers he's speaking of is Martin Maldonado, um, Garrett Stubbs, and Dustin Garneau. I believe that that Dustin is not going to work into the mix overall as the backup. I think Garrett Stubbs is the number two guy. We all know Martin Maldonado is the big contract guy. He is your main battery mate behind the plate. And so Garrett Stubbs, I believe, is learning second base, is learning other positions so that he has a more valuable um, role on this team. I don't see Dustin Garneau playing multiple positions. I believe they will sit him down in the minors, probably AAA, and if he has time, service time or whatever, and then bring him up if needed, if injury happens. And so I believe that Garrett Stubbs will be your backup right now unless something happens and Garrett Stubbs tapers off. I just don't see that going any other way. But in Stubbs' favor, obviously Martin Maldonado will be the starter. Stubbs will be the backup. All right, so hopefully, Brandon, um, thank you for submitting that question. Um, Our next question is from Bobby Benavidez, my boy Bobby B. from Port Lavaca, Texas. He um, he asked a few questions here. I'm going to try to shotgun them as quick as I can. Um, he asked, will Kyle Tucker make the roster in 2020? Um, we've talked about that a little bit, but I'll, I'll answer that question. He also wants to know if Lance McCullers will have an innings limit. And will we sign Springer before he hits free agency? Okay, question number one. Kyle Tucker will make this lineup. Kyle Tucker... Um, is going to be competing for right field with Josh Reddick. And it will be interesting to see how both of them do, because we haven't seen Reddick yet, how they will do in spring training. But Kyle Tucker, I think, can pretty much win his way into the opening day rotate or rost- um, roster spot if he just has a decent spring. And so... That right there, I think, answers your question. Yes, he does make this roster. He's not going back down to AAA. He's here to stay. Now, Lance McCullers, your second question. Lance McCullers will have an innings limit. Um, With a guy coming off of Tommy John and as hard as he throws and as many breaking balls as he throws and the velocity he has, 
yes, you're going to have to have him on an innings limit. But I think the Astros are packed in the pitching area. They have enough guys that are serviceable and have major league experience to come in and take on that role. If Framber Valdez does not make the fifth spot, or if Josh James does not make the fifth spot, or even you have Christian Javier, we actually have a lot of options to cover that. And his third question is, will we sign Springer before he hits free agency? Prior to everything going down in Houston the way it did, I would say unequivocally 100% yes. But with the firing of Hinch and with the moving pieces that have occurred in Houston, I can't say with certainty that he will stay here. Now, I do know people that have told me that are close to Springer that he wants to be a Houston Astro, like he wants to stay in that uniform. But I think the dynamics have changed a little bit, and it depends on how this season goes. It depends on how Dusty Baker is able to manage the team, and it really depends on it's a numbers game from here on out. Will the Astros be willing to match the number that he wants? He did win his arbitration case, so that works in his favor, and that means the Astros would be willing to probably pay him, but who knows? Right now, I would say it's more yes than no. Where I was 100% last season, I'm about 70% now. So don't lose total hope, but I think there's a chance he might not stay. And our last mailbag question was from Michelle Neat from New York, New York. She's an Astros fan. She follows the show. She said, who is the strong link in spring training this year? Who do we think needs to improve on this roster? And what will it take for Forrest Whitley to finally turn things around? Question number one, I think that strong link is who we talked about in the first segment, Christian Javier. This kid is dazzling and wooing Brent Strom, and he's doing great things. So I think that right there is your star coming out of spring training. I think he is the strong link, and I think he's... He's slowly becoming one of these favorite guys to watch. And now, I know I said that he would probably hit the fifth spot, but don't forget that Austin Pruitt also may have leapfrogged a lot of people with his start the day before as well. So it's going to be a good battle. Um, who do I think needs to improve? Obviously, I can kind of answer that a little bit with Forrest Whitley. Forrest Whitley's got some things to improve, and let me kind of answer both those questions at once. Forrest Whitley talked with Strom, and Strom, Brent Strom is having him go back to an arm swing that he had back in high school. He said, go back to what you were doing in high school and relax and just pitch the ball. Quit overthinking it. Don't overdo it. And so he went back to doing that this last game, and he said he felt really good. And so I think once Forrest Whitley figures out, I think right now it's a head game. It is a mechanics game. And once he gets those two things in line with the mentoring from Verlander, from Grinky, from guys around him, that he shall be fine. But I think he's one of the guys that needs to improve. Also, Davinsky, I believe, is in a, is in a make or break season. Davinsky, they put faith in him. Um, he's coming back and he's got a lot to prove this year. He had a really rough 2019 and we know he has all-star ability, but will he find that? And so I think the biggest improvement 
has to come from some of the pitching staff in the relief market for the Houston Astros. Forrest Whitley, I have no idea how he fits into this roster. I have no idea when he comes up or how long before. But if he can figure some things out, who knows? He may be a dark horse candidate to start on the opening day roster. That's just a hunch. I don't know that he actually does that. And so that's one of the things that I really like to focus on is who needs improvement. The bottom line is a lot of them need improvement. And to wrap things up with that, Justin Verlander um, had a simulated game, and he said to Brian McTaggart um, on Twitter, they, they, they view, they show the locker room interviews, and Justin Verlander basically said that he felt good for the most part. He kind of felt his growing a little bit, um, but from where he it, from where he thought he was and where he needs to be, he said he is he is in a good place. And so he liked going out in a less stress-free environment in a simulated game rather than a game with crowds and all the stuff going on. So he just said they're going to play it by ear. He's not super concerned about it. But in the beginning phases of the season, there's no reason to push it and make things worse when you don't need to. So anyways, um, that's all I got tonight. Thank y'all, Brandon, Bobby, and Michelle for your mailbag questions. And if you're a listener of the podcast, check us out. Um, Subscribe to the show on Himalaya, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcasts. Locked on Astros. I'm H Town Wheelhouse, and y'all have a good weekend. We'll catch you on Monday. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.